This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling Good morning, Tallahassee. It's May 1st, 1130 a.m., Wave 94, 94.1, and you're listening to Escape to Heaven, Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ, Servant Marcia. This morning, I am motivated to look around and search for my treasure. Do you have a treasure? Are you God's treasure? Matter of fact, where is your treasure? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Because in the world that we live in, it can appear that something is valuable that really isn't. Lots of us get up every Monday and we run to our jobs and our obligations and responsibilities. But did we even remember to stop and acknowledge the true treasure that's in our lives. Jesus is the treasure that the Father himself gave to us. I say, before we run to all of our responsibilities and the things that we enjoy doing, that we should stop and meditate on the treasure, the real treasure, the eternal treasure, the treasure without end that we can receive. And if you've already received it, then treasure it. Know that this is a gift, that Jesus is the gift from the Almighty God that will take you through every phase of your existence beyond the earth realm, back into eternity. And our goal when we come to this earth is that we return back to the sender, that we return back to our Father, back to a position of love, joy, peace, righteousness, no tears, no sadness, no confusion, no diseases, but back to the wholeness that we originated from. I just want to give you a word. God talked to me on Saturday, and um, I'm still there. I mean, what he taught me is to treasure what he has given us. Don't throw it away. Uh, there's a, a word in the Bible where it talks about giving away a treasure and giving it to individuals who do not have the capacity to even embrace it. They're called pigs. You can give pearls to pigs. And then guess what they're going to do? Or even dogs. <laughs> and all they're going to do is... um step on it, trample on it, devour it, and possibly 
even devour you. I go back to the question, where is your treasure? Did you lose it along the way of living life? Did you lose your purpose? Did you lose your passion? Did you lose your calling or the fact that you were chosen and you were elected for kingdom expansion, but you've gotten stuck and something might be called kingdom relaxation. Have you lost your treasure? And I'm saying that word purposely because it's not a word that we use often in uh, society today. Um, I wanted to understand the meaning of the word treasure. And when you go to the dictionary, it says wealth, such as money, jewels, precious stones, wealth of any kind, riches, uh, stored up in reserve, uh, something of great worth of value. A person even could be a treasure, esteemed as rare or precious, a collection of precious things like pictures and, you know, just things that matter to you and you along. It could be the picture of you and your grandparents or you and the child that didn't stay on the planet long. It could be a variety of things, but it is something of value to you. And when we have a treasure, we're obligated to take care of it, you know, to carefully care for it uh, because it gives us great pleasure. It's our treasure <laughs> that actually rhymes, you know, uh, memories can be treasures. That's why we take pictures. Anyway, the point is treasure is uh, something you value, something you worship, something you esteem, and we, you and I, can be treasures of God. In Ezekiel, the 19th chapter, it talks about how God deals with what he deems a treasure. And he talks about Israel. He say, did you not see what I did to the Egyptians or how I picked you up and put you on eagle wings and brought you unto myself. So treasure in God's eyesight, he brings the treasure close to him so that he can just take pleasure in his treasure, which in this instance was Israel. He said, if you will obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be not just a treasure, but a peculiar treasure unto me above all people for all the earth is mine, but I will make you a kingdom of priests, a holy nation set apart. That's what holy means, set apart from my, uh, my purpose. Okay. And so these are the words that were spoken uh, unto the children of Israel by Moses on God's behalf. And uh, then God talked about being his good treasure. So when you're God's good treasure, Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter says that he will make you fruitful and plenteous and goods and the fruit of your body, fruit of the cattle, fruit of the ground. God will open up unto you his good treasure. That means that the heavens are open to give rain unto your land and bless all the work of your hands. And then you will be a lender 
not a borrower. So this is a way for you to kind of measure, are you a good treasure of God? Because if you are a lender and not a borrower, then yes, you are. And the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. (laughs) You shall be above only and not beneath. And but there is a condition in maintaining that position of being a treasure, a peculiar treasure, a good treasure unto the Lord. And that condition is that you are to hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God. Okay. So to observe the, the commandments, learn them, read them, study them, but more importantly, Do them. So many people walk around saying that they're blessed and highly favored. However, they do not meet the condition of remaining blessed because it does have a condition. The condition is to study the ways of God and to do his ways, not to be elective. You know, a lot of us will obey uh, the things we understand, say, if there are 18 of them, we'll obey 16, but two of them will go like, well, you know, I just cannot do that. But that's not God's way. You know, the Lord expects us to rely upon resurrection power that he has inside of us when the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us. It is the Holy Spirit that gives us the ability to walk in the ways of God. So that we can remain being the treasure that God has called us to be. Amen. I'm really learning today. I'm enjoying this word because I really did not know it in this way. In Psalms, the 17th chapter, it lets us know that our life is hidden in God's treasure. And uh, this is what it says. It says, from men which are thy hand, O Lord, from the men of the world which have their portion in this life and whose belly, Father, you fill with hidden treasures, then they are full of children and they leave their substance to their babies. And so when we turn our face to righteousness, meaning that we're turning and we're looking unto the almighty God, then we become like him. He's the blesser. So we become blessed as well. We're not to, you know, look at the things of this world, but instead look at our father, look at righteousness. Proverbs, the uh, second chapter teaches us that understanding is treasure. Wow. (laughs) You know, so we're to cry after knowledge and lift up our voice for understanding and seek understanding as if she's silver. Search for her as if she's hidden treasure. And then when we receive understanding, receive the understanding to have the fear of the Lord so that you can find the knowledge of God. That is treasure. Oh, I'm learning so much. I hope you're learning like I am because Proverbs also, the eighth chapter teaches us that the love of God is treasure uh, because God leads us in the way of righteousness. And then in the midst of the past, different pathways of judgment. And then he, God caused those that love him 
to inherit riches and substance. And he will fill us with treasures. So you want to be a wealthy person, a person of influence on the earth while we're here. I'm telling you, seek God. Let him teach you what it means, the word treasure. Psalms 20, uh, not Psalms, but Proverbs, the 23rd chapter, teaches us don't overwork and focus on treasure or riches, rather. Instead, it says labor not to be rich, okay? Cease from thine own wisdom and uh, instead set your eyes. Will you set your eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings and they fly away as an eagle toward heaven. So when you work, 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 you're working two, three jobs, pursuing riches, not just taking care of what your responsibilities are. And, you know, a lot of times we say responsibilities and it's not responsibilities. What it is, is that we have incurred additional expenses to live a lifestyle that forces us to work two, three jobs. But if we were to like live within our means and allocate time to be with the Lord, the true treasure, then he will give us, he will open up our imagination. He will give us inventions. He will give us ways to create wealth. If we would bring our lives in balance so that we can spend time with the father, the true treasure. But instead, we lean to our own wisdom and our own wisdom says if we work more, we'll accomplish more, we'll accumulate more. But what we don't realize that all the working would do what? Would cause our bodies to lose their state of being healthy. And so in reality, you're becoming weak. Uh, the money that you accumulate is simply going to go to you after you've gotten diseased, because why? You're not sleeping, you're not resting, you're not balanced, and you're not really spending time building your spirit, man. Instead, you're working towards your soul, your carnal. And so that's what Proverbs, the 23rd chapter, verses 4 to 5 mean. Don't pursue riches. Don't overwork. Oh, I wish somebody had told me this years ago, but I'm grateful today that I'm learning about treasure. Proverbs, the 10th chapter, teaches us about the treasure of wickedness. And what is that? It profit nothing. That's what it teaches us. And that uh, it delivers us um, unto death, whereas righteousness delivers us from death. So when you accumulate treasures through wickedness, look at all of the rap stars. Uh, look at all of the movie stars. Look at Hollywood. I mean, look at the singing, the music industry. They have acquired riches, but most of them were acquired through wickedness. And therefore, it profits nothing. Proverbs, the 15th chapter, lets us know that Better 
is a little bit of fear of the Lord than great treasures of the world, because that's only going to bring you trouble. I'm learning, and I hope you're learning. You're listening to Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ, Servant Marcia, and we're not talking about escaping. We're talking about maybe escaping from this world and the ways of this world so that you can learn to live in heaven while you're physically here on earth. So Ecclesiastes, the second chapters, Solomon is saying how he was able to attain the treasures of this world but in a profitable way. So let's look at what Solomon did. One of the, you know, at one point he was the wisest man upon the earth. And he says, I got servants, maidens, servants born in my house. That means generational, great possessions of cattle above all that's in Jerusalem. I have silver, gold. I got peculiar treasures of kings and provinces. I got singers. I got all the delights of mankind. I have musical instruments of all sorts. I was great, increased more than all that were before me and possibly after me. And my wisdom remained with me. So during this phase of Solomon's life, literally, he has attained balance. He has the fear of the Lord. He has all of this wealth. And so he's he's actually conquered the world. He has the treasures of the world. But more importantly, he has the treasures of God. He has the treasures of the Spirit because during this time of his life, he fears the Lord. He obeys the Lord. You can have wealth and it can be useless. James, the fifth chapters tell us that these riches are corrupted and the garments are moth eaten and gold and silver is cankered. And uh, it literally stands as a witness against you that you invested all your time and energy and things that will not last. Um, and, uh, so you've heaped treasures, but they speak against you. They're like, they, they, you're, you're almost judged by them because that's what you invested your time and energy. So Matthew, the sixth chapter, verse 19 tells us to lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth where moth and rust Rust will corrupt it and uh, thieves will break in and steal it, but instead lay up treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust can corrupt it and thieves cannot steal it because it's in heaven. And the point is where your treasure is, well, guess what? That's where your heart is. Psalms 119 teaches us how to treasure God, because we've been talking about treasure, but we've been speaking about it from a humanistic standpoint. What about how do you and I treasure God? What about that? How do we do it? And Psalms 119 says, rejoice. Verse 162, rejoice at the word of God. Okay. Um, and then to hate and abhor lying. Of all the sins and 
problems that we do daily, probably, <laughs> you know, to think that God pointed out lying and say to hate it, to abhor it. Okay. But the law of God to love it. Amen. And then seven times a day, this blew me away because I don't think I knew this, but seven times a day, we are to praise the Lord. Mm. Praise God. Because, not because of what he's done for you, but because he's righteous. Praise God because of his righteous judgment. This is in the Bible. This is how you and I treasure God. And if we would do that great peace, will we have those that love the law of God? Nothing shall offend us. And the hope of our salvation, it will be real. Because why? We're obeying the commandments. Our soul will also keep the testimonies of God. And we will love them. So, I, you know, I hear people say casually how much they love God. But do they do this? Do they keep his word? You know, if you're not taking care of your body physically, you're really not keeping God's word because your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And if you're destroying your body, then how are you actually being fruitful? We have to stop all of us. And how do we maintain the temple, our bodies? How do we maintain it? I'm guilty like everyone else. Exercise, sleep, focus on your spirit, allocate time. There's 24 hours in a day. At least figure out an hour a day to meditate on the word of God. This will help you. Holy Spirit can then speak to you and, and pull you out of the maze of living life in a detrimental manner. We are to be blessed. We are to be prosperous. We are to be fruitful because the creator himself blessed us when he created us. We're in the image and likeness of God. And for that reason, we are God's good treasure. But then we have the part that we play. And so I'm encouraging us today to Manage our soulish realm, manage our physical realm, keep the testimonies of God, love God, not in word, but in deed, keep the precepts of the Lord so that all of our ways are before the Lord. Amen. Hebrews 11 chapter gives us an example. We know that Jesus kept the ways of God. He constantly said, the things that you see me do, I saw my father do it. And therefore I'm doing the words that I say. I speak the words that God himself, my father, our father, says. And that's how we're to leave. Moses did that. And that's shown to us in Hebrews, the 11th chapter says, by faith, 24th verse, Moses, when he came to age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Uh, he chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Have you done that? 
Have you backed away from being sinful in your personal time? Have you backed away from looking at pornography or looking at pictures that are on the border? Have you backed away from that? Have you backed away from being lackadaisical and lazy and procrastinating? Have you backed away from, uh, you know, just being in general, not performing the great commission that Jesus gave us. We, we, we've got to wake up, church, body of Christ. We have to wake up and we got to take the step that Moses took. He left the things of the world and pursued the things of God. Amen. And so I'm, what did Moses do? He esteemed the reproach of being called a Christian or believer or disciple, he esteemed that reproach rather than the riches in the treasures of Egypt, of the world. Why? Because he had respect unto the real treasure. And the real treasure for all of us is the promise that God has spoken to our spirit man. The Lord has placed in your spiritual DNA himself. If you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you've received the power to become the son, the daughter of our Father of God. And so today, uh, I'm going to pray that we move in that same pattern that by faith we forsake the riches of the world and instead endure, keeping our eyesight on him that is invisible. And he that is invisible is the creator of heaven and earth. Jesus is the express image of the invisible God. So if we keep our eyes on on our Father, on the ways of God, then we will truly become the treasure that God himself has already declared that we are. Father God in heaven above, Lord, I pray for myself. I pray for Radio Land. I pray for those that have been redeemed, God, but I pray for those that have not yet found their way unto the Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, I ask today for a supernatural release upon the earth, Lord, to bring more of us, more of your image, God, to your way, Lord God. You view us as treasure, but God, help us to view ourselves as your treasure. And Lord God, help us look towards you and understand that you are, that Jesus is the treasure that we are to run behind, to to honor, to respect, to esteem. And Lord, I just ask you for more power, more Holy Spirit, God, to release, Lord God, release your angels, God, to help us, Lord, to minister unto the saints of God today, Lord. Let us know that We are valuable, Lord God, in your sight. Father, I thank you for this day that you've awoken us to remind us that we are your 
for treasure. Oh God, I am so happy <laughs> that God viewed me as the treasure. No matter what I'm going through, no matter if my eye isn't working well, my leg, my body, if I'm too fat, too short, too small, not not pretty as the world deem it, whatever I'm going through, can't finish school, can't learn, my mind not working, I'm on drugs, no matter what it is, God will deliver us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Blessings upon you today. Bye.